welcome to Group Dates and Hot Takes. I'm Sampy. I'm Christy. Let's talk about Married at First Sight. Hello, everybody. Wow, Christy, here we are. Group Dates and Hot Takes is finally back. It's a new season, a new cycle even, because Married at First Sight has just started. Bachelor is going to be starting in another, what, two weeks? Uh, the 23rd of January. So, so just under two weeks, I guess. Real soon. That is that is coming up. And wow, what a, what a chaotic, chaotic world we live in right now. But here we are. We're going to throw episode one and episode two together because... Uh, let's face it, if we just did episode one by itself, all of us would be fast asleep. <laughs> because the first the first episode, maybe the first episode and a half are about 75% just B-roll of working out footage. Oh, wow, look, it's this person. And what do you know? They're doing push-ups in the park. Or cheerleading. I mean, that at least was a little bit unique. The rest of it is very, uh, very, just, we've seen it a thousand times. And cast members pretending to be shocked to hear that their daughter, son, whatever is going on reality TV. I know, what a, what a huge shocker. Definitely didn't get told about that before. No, there's actually one person this season who actually did keep the ruse up. But everyone else, I think, was faking it. Yeah. Well, that's just how things go. I'm sure if I was going to go on reality TV, or at least had a good shot of it, I would be telling everyone I legally could every last one so christy i know we have a lot to talk about here i'm putting that in air quotes but (laughs) before we get into all of that it's been so long since married at first sight san diego ended and i just wanted to take a moment to check in with you and just see how our fine friends in san diego are are uh, are doing has anything well, happened nate and stasha have broken up which is the least shocking thing that has happened so really the experts are one for five on san diego aren't they i mean lindy and miguel i i think are still together like she never posts hardly anything of miguel she posted like a photo collage of like their 2022 at the end of the year but that's like about it so So he but he was in it yes it seemed like he had traveled with her to a bunch of places during the year okay so that's like promising i guess maybe he's a private person yeah i think his instagram is actually still private the only one out of san diego that would be me 100 (laughs) (laughs) 100 percent definitely uh so anything else about that season i guess justin started a podcast yes how's that going 
I I don't I've never listened to it. No idea. What? You, I, I had no interest. You weren't you weren't a little bit curious to just see? No, I heard a little snippet he posted on Instagram. That was enough for me. Okay. Yeah, I'm not super. I, I think for me, I'll stick with the actual show. Yeah, I mean, Alexis is still posting all her interesting outfits. Uh, <laughs> Kristen's in New York. Uh, ben and Nate continue to post workout videos. Nate posts a lot of like day trading, financial marketing of stuff. Yeah, he has his YouTube channel still, I'm sure. Yeah, that's about it. Wow. Well, thank you for that update. Man, hopefully hopefully the experts were on more of a streak for this season. I'm not convinced. Uh, I, this doesn't look promising, mm. I must say. <laughs> wow, already you are pessimistic. Well, let's let's talk to people about why you're pessimistic let's start the episode let's talk about episodes well obviously start with one and and go through it because we have some new people to meet yeah we can probably run through these pretty quickly the first one is kirsten and shaquille kirsten Mm -hmm. is 32 he's 31 Mm -hmm. and we later learn that's an issue but at the moment, I thought that was a good thing. I I mean, it's, it's the closest of all of them. Yeah. <laughs> it li- I, I I had to catch myself because I thought I thought for a second. Oh no, it it isn't actually. They're like the second, but no, it is actually the closest age between all the couples. We got some major age gaps here, so. Uh, Kirsten, or Kirsten, I gotta see, this is gonna be the fun thing about this season, is our autocorrects are gonna be working very hard against us. We have some slightly non-traditional names here, spellings. Yeah, the spellings are interesting. So, that may go well for us, but, yeah, so Kirsten is described as Miss Great Expectations, Oh, boy, does she have some expectations. <laughs> and Shaquille is the devout workaholic. So as far as Kirsten, I mean, the 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 big takeaways here, for me at least, were, one, she is so picky. I wrote that down too, <laughs> which is she's on the wrong show. She is picky about everything if you were to go to her and name a category of that she she would be picky about it we're talking food clothes we're talking men especially men so she gave a list <laughs> of her requirements so she wants someone as good looking as she is mm-hmm. someone who's good dressed has nice teeth will come to church with her a positive mindset and someone who's ambitious that's that's a lot to ask for uh-huh. on this show in particular, not in real life. But so here's a question for you: is is the teeth thing a reality TV thing? Because I I have heard that a lot. I feel like during our time 
watching through Bachelor Nation. Uh, not sure about last season of Married at First Sight, but I, I I definitely have heard it come up on various seasons of Bachelor Nation about basically complimenting people on their teeth or expressing a desire to be with someone who has nice teeth. And I don't know, maybe I am the weird one here, but that's never something that I remotely even thought of as like a partner criteria was like, oh, they got to have good teeth. I, I don't think that ever crossed my mind either. I think it would only be an issue of like, if it was like super noticeable, like if you saw you know, if they like, had like a mouthful of black teeth. Or yeah. Something. Otherwise, teeth generally look okay-ish, I feel like. I think reality TV people have like a higher standard though because it's they're like if you, if going you, on if TV. If your teeth aren't all straight, you are not being in my Instagram pictures. I, I don't know. I, don't, I, I think the white aspect is also oh, a thing. Okay. They want it to look like extra white on TV. <sighs> Yeah, I, I guess I was just curious whether that was a more general cultural thing that I was unaware of or specifically a, rea- a reality TV thing because that is that is on her list. So that was that was one takeaway for me. The other was that she does seem to be uh, holding those high standards to herself to a degree at least. Like she does uh, – she's very educated mm-hmm. and – is also a realtor as well so yeah she's got a lot going on both a master's and a bachelor's mm-hmm. yeah so then what what did you think of Shaquille um I didn't have much on his personality I mean he seems fairly normal they spent a good amount of time talking about the car accident that he was in as a child where his whole family got thrown from the car. I would say right now he is my favorite man. Oh, interesting. That's not saying much, as we'll get to <laughs> later. But, yes, right now he is my favorite man. Yeah, he, uh, I guess he's like the ex- executive director of enrollment at Tennessee State University. Yeah, which sounds super important. Mm-hmm. So, sounds like a good job. Yep. Though, despite that, I mean, that seems pretty put together for a 31-year-old. But his, uh, at least one of his friends was looking fairly skeptical when he was talking about being ready for marriage. You know, those friends, the people who know you your whole life, they always, they know you best. I always love it, too, when there's a friend or family member who goes out of their way very specifically to be like, you should not be marrying my friend slash relative. Go away. <laughs> <laughs> this is a terrible idea. That's always very f- funny to me. Uh, and then we got sort of the generic, to me at least, t- talk of them being a power couple. Like, oh, oh they're going to be a real power couple. I don't put any stock into that little segment the experts do <laughs> after they introduce them. Like, this person is this, and they think we'll match up well with blah. Like, no, that's not how that works. Especially since I feel like a solid 85% of the time we find out later in the episode or in the next episode that whatever they were t- whatever they were talking about is directly contradicted by 
the person themselves it'd be like the expert would be like yeah and and charlotte just absolutely just cannot resist a man who has a ponytail and then 15 minutes later in the episode you'll have charlotte talking to her to the friends being like yeah oh my goodness if if i like if i walk down the aisle and i see he has a ponytail i am going to literally barf like that (laughs) that is what happens it's so weird to me because you'd think they could actually coordinate that it almost seems like they're starting to match these people up through like a random number generator or something right that that does seem like it is the case a lot of the time uh, there was one last thing with Shaquille that I noted. He said he's always been in long distance relationships. How's that going to work now? Well, it's going to be a slight change. <laughs> yeah, we. I feel like we had a lot of just uh, slightly strange things in that category for these people this season in terms of relationships and prior relationships mm-hmm. that I, I don't know how that's going to uh, play out in these high stakes eight week long marriages that they've entered into uh, let's move on to dominique and mm-hmm. mckinley whose mm-hmm. names yeah. are just in my opinion not spelled correctly <laughs> <laughs> wow. <but> unbelievable <laughs> Yeah, well, every time I spell Dominique, my phone or computer autocorrects it, and I have to correct it back. Uh, I think I'm just going to shorten them to Dom and Mac when I type. Honestly, that'll be easier. In the second episode, I did shorten I did shorten myself. We need to do that. Uh, Dominique is the old soul, despite being a tender 24 years old. And McKinley is... A 34-year-old introverted dreamer. I just... I don't think that this marriage is going to survive. Uh, Yeah, it's... I feel like it would be because of Dominique. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not going to disagree with you, and I'll tell you why. Uh, First of all, her friends were way too excited and into the fact that she was doing Married at First Sight. That's a big red flag to me. Oh, you know they all watch. (laughs) The second thing is that she is basically attached to her mother at the hip and her mother signed her up for Married at First Sight. (laughs) Yeah, I was very surprised. Like, I don't think I've ever heard of the parent signing the child up for this and then i have a third red flag which is just that she's so young and to throw somebody that young into this pressure cooker that is buried at first sight and these eight weeks of uh just arduous (laughs) (laughs) i don't want to pull out all these adjectives i I, because i'm not i'm not trying to paint it in a bad light i'm just saying like there are so many layers to this from the marriage itself, the marriage to the stranger, the fact that you're getting filmed constantly, the fact that everything is culminating in this decision at eight weeks, that you're like 
all of these things, these these layers upon layers. I just I would be surprised currently, and we'll we'll keep everyone updated as far as how we're feeling at the end of each episode about the survival chances of these couples. I but, mean, but right now she talks to her mom multiple times a day. Hopefully, she doesn't do that on the honeymoon. That'd be a little awkward. Yeah, well, you never know how these things will go. Maybe she will detach. Maybe she will thrive in this environment. Uh, I just, it's hard for me as a grizzled, almost (laughs) (laughs) 30-year-old, that that at 24 years old she's really exhausted all of her other options in terms of finding a spouse if that's what she wants it's like you're 24 years old what have you really tried like you just got out of college like three years ago well probably not probably not that long ago actually i had written down that she was 25 but either way still still very young yeah, so what about McKinley, though? Maybe he can salvage this. <laughs> um, The story he told of his ex with the ring was wild. Yeah, so I, I watched this twice over, and I'm still not 100% sure I understood. So please so, enlighten me. On After Party he gave a little more detail so it seems as though they were living together they were in a two-year relationship and then i guess some guy messaged him and told him they were seeing the same girl he confronted her about it she apologized said i'm not going to do that anymore he forgives her they are i guess together that night and then i guess she sent the ring pick shortly after that being like i'm engaged to this other guy i mean it's so like bizarre uh yeah that's terrible that is a a little strange i i'm not sure i don't know i go back and forth because i feel like I feel like this relationship is also going to go poorly because of him. And he is currently my second favorite guy, but I'm still going to lay the hard truths down here (laughs) because I think that he may have a similar problem that Justin had last season, which is that he just falls so hard and I mean, I guess the jury is still out or will be still out for another couple episodes about whether he falls hard and fast here. But I do see that potential given the the story about how he went to the talent show and his act or routine at the talent show was to recite this whole long poem that he had written to his crush i guess like they weren't even dating right i feel like i missed this story yeah no it was well you missed it because of the whole engagement thing which is wild but i found this wild as well (laughs) that you would do that at a talent show so that that signals to me a certain amount of just like 
oh, I'm just going to go for it. <laughs> I'm just going to do it, which is either going to serve him well or destroy their relationship. So that's where I am on that particular couple. Uh, what about Nicole and Chris? Nicole is oh, serving man. the sass. Nicole is a lot. Like, just in general. <laughs> a lot? Why Why do you say that? I, I don't know. Just her whole personality, like, mannerisms, everything. I feel like she will keep us entertained all season. Yeah, she's one of those people that... Uh, so... I didn't have a problem with her, and I, 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 I still don't have a problem with her, but I did get a little bit into her introduction. I was like, oh, no, not another dog person. <laughs> Everyone has a dog, it seems like. Yeah, but certain dog people are more unstable than others. Like, she struck me more as, like, a... a, a Justin or an Alexis type oh. dog person well, more it was, than a normal dog person. It was a little worrisome when she was like the dog is a fellow Libra. <sighs> like, yeah, come or on. the fact that she was she had those two toys at the park and she's like, I like make them talk to each other and then he chooses. <laughs> which I'm not convinced that the dog actually likes her that much because they didn't wow. cut away but it, what it looked like to me was she did that whole routine and then offered him and the dog was like no i'm not interested <laughs> like at all <laughs> but maybe maybe i'm wrong i just this quote i have the dog need the husband <laughs> uh, and then the fact that she just has so much love to give oh it's just exploding out of her i know it's so funny when, to me when people and this is maybe why I I think that these two are a good match in that way even though I think that Nicole is probably going to come out worse for wear with it but uh, of course I'm talking about Chris here Mr. Nice Guy and I told you this off air and I'm going to say it again I am deeply <laughs> deeply Deeply, I mean, I could keep going <laughs> deeply suspicious anytime someone feels the need to describe them as a nice person, like themselves a nice person, specifically themselves as a nice guy. That is one of the biggest red flags in the world to me. Because, yeah, if you have to say yeah, it. If you <sighs> have to say it. If you're if you're advertising yourself as such, I'm very skeptical that is actually true in reality. <laughs> I also wasn't a fan of his impressions he was doing and continue to do in the second episode. Yeah, well, a little cringy. He's also a dog person too, so we'll see. Well, they have that in common at least. Yeah. Supposedly they are matched because they're both big-hearted and deeply committed. Yeah, though okay, so the other the other thing that pairs together for me in my skepticism in addition to him advertising that he's a nice guy is that huge emphasis that he put on on chivalry like oh chivalry isn't dead. 
and talking about all this all this stuff he does and you know he's like oh yeah i believe that people should open doors and like all this which is fine stuff and i am an advocate of being kind to your fellow human beings just so everybody knows i'm not totally jaded and crusted over my problem again is just the huge emphasis on that it's like it's part of the whole nice guy persona i just don't that's no i don't like that and it would not be surprising to me at all if later we find out he is a horrible human being (laughs) i'm also a little worried that nicole is treating this as a last resort which we kind of heard again in the second episode like this yeah didn't you talk about like chaining him up in the house or something i think that Uh... i think that was nicole (laughs) <laughs> I mean, it wouldn't surprise me. I, I'm hard, pretty but. sure that was her that, that in the second episode talked about how if things were going bad, she was going to chain him up in the house and go to decision day and said that he say that he was sick and and said yes that he wanted to continue. I must have missed that, but that's hilarious. <laughs> I'm pre- I'm pre- I could be wrong. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure that was her. She's also willing to teach him in the bedroom. Just have to throw that in there Which, I mean, look i think that's a a good thing i one of the things that's frustrating to me watching these shows sometimes is how inflexible people can be which is just weird to me when you're marrying a stranger like you have no like you have don't you don't have control over those things you can you can put all the things you want in your survey but the the experts are going to mess with you like this isn't real life and dating so it's it's very strange to me to hear talk of things like i don't know for example like well yeah well he better have an eight inch penis or else i'm out of here it's like what why why is that like the the threshold like why why so rigid about Loft, that those goals are too lofty for reality tv uh it's just strange to me whenever people uh get themselves in those those camps or as someone said later oh i'm not i'm not gonna teach him no <laughs> what <laughs> you, you don't you don't believe in like growing as a person and like exploring life as a couple you know no, if, if you can't do these specific things sexually. Nope, I'm out of here. Uh, well, well, that's enough talk for about sex for now. We'll get back to that. Don't you worry. But in the meantime, we have the reformed and ready for love, Eris, who is pretty old. Mm-hmm. And we have Jasmine, the queen without a king. Yep, she's 32. He's 39, which I forgot he was actually that old. He doesn't look super old yeah, to me he, he uh he's looking pretty good yeah. for being ancient so eris's whole thing kind of revolves around the fact that he has been playing the field with dating and is going to take or do a 180 and switch Allegedly. to marriage <laughs> <laughs> yes there, there's always a bit of skepticism with that sort of thing uh, as well. Like, oh, so you've lived your life 
in a very different manner polar opposite manner some might say and you're just gonna be like nope that's not my life anymore yeah um, that his cousin is very skeptical i think <laughs> i think the cousin knows what he's been up to and is like wait you're gonna get married to yeah. a stranger don't do this i believe was the quote yes uh, <laughs> i yeah so i guess i, think, I guess I think, we will see she didn't she talk to him before he got married to again yes <laughs> said like if you want to walk run away i'll we can do that <laughs> Uh, very funny. Uh, hopefully, he is true to his reformation and does not break Jasmine's heart. Uh, which, I, I don't know, I feel like Jasmine, for now, may be my favorite person overall. Oh, really? She didn't make a much of an impact on me <laughs> just i mean nothing bad about her just pretty like standard i i think for me and again this may change i may grow to despise her we'll see but i think what i liked was that uh, she just had a good combination for me like with <sighs> she seems she seems too normal i guess for reality well, tv perhaps but what i guess I was thinking through why I had that impression and I think a big part of it was her introduction felt more genuine to me than a lot of the others a lot of the time like I could be totally off base but like it felt more genuine her interaction with her family for example and I know that you know, part of the thing, the thing was she's super close to her family and they do all this stuff together and yada yada. But that that did feel more genuine to me, uh, like those reactions and whatnot, as opposed to a lot of the other things that we see where it's very stale and yeah. Okay, bro. I'm so glad you could meet me for a beer at this restaurant. Well, guess what? <laughs> I'm getting married in two weeks. Wow no way bro like <laughs> it felt a lot more real to me than that so perhaps perhaps that and they they also like she also got a little bit of showcase of her work and stuff like the fact that she works with with kids because of her so she was a mod i don't is she still model not a still model she was a model yeah beauty and, queen and a beauty queen did pageants miss virgin islands and even higher than that here in the states um and now coaches cheerleading and for uh young people so i don't know we'll we'll see how this goes i mean she may have been the one that was requesting a specific penis length but um oh i think that was uh kirsten oh okay okay (laughs) (laughs) crisis averted Uh, so yeah, that's that's my initial impression at least. Do you have yeah. any other any other thoughts here? Nope. We can move on to Jean, oh. Gina and Clint. I feel so bad for her already. Well, <laughs> I mean, Gina seems mostly normal. She's a hairstylist. 
she's going to be building her own brick and mortar wow. salon, which is I think, cool. Was it, was she saying, didn't she already have a salon and she's like building a second location? Oh, maybe. I wasn't sure if she was like one of those people that is set up in a place that she doesn't own and now she's just moving to her own. But yeah, either way, she is building at least another yes. building. So a business owner, uh, stylish, spontaneous styling and slaying. Mm-hmm. And then we have Clint. He loves sailing. He's also 40. Yes. He's the oldest. Kind of like a Mitch from last season. Yeah, but I don't know. I hate to make such snap judgments, but I I have a feeling I'm not going to like him as much as I liked Mitch. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so he, I like I've, he's rich, I guess. I uh, yeah, I guess because he he sails sailboats, so he he like races around the world on sailboats, uh, and is a pilot. Which so the other reason why it's beyond just like what he talked about later with his job, the other reason I say he's rich is. They showed him on a flight simulator, and those are very expensive because <laughs> uh, he's a private pilot as well, I guess. But he has not joined the Mile High Club, though. No, which, again, he had to specifically stay, and I did not appreciate that. So, yeah, there you go. There's Clint. Uh, hmm. yeah. So it's now time for the men to meet up with each other mm-hmm. we learned that chris has not had sex in a year he's not interested in hookups and in contrast to that eris hasn't had sex in two weeks oh the poor man <laughs> oh and he was he was asked well was that before or after you found out and he claimed it was before the night before yeah sure okay. so my thing is, if you know, like, you're this far into the process, you've done a lot of interviews, producers have talked with you a lot, but you're still, like, out in the streets looking for hookups. I mean... Like, at this point, the experts have visited you. <laughs> I mean, uh, that was, the, that was the, same, the same case for Clint, though. Yeah, same, yeah. Both of them Why are you guys doing that? In the last couple weeks. So that's that's a bit strange to me, to be perfectly honest. Yeah, I wasn't happy to hear that. Yeah, pretty much any time he says something else, I'm like, "Mm, this is like not ideal from a like, nice person perspective (laughs) (laughs) like i just don't have a whole lot of confidence in in how his marriage is gonna go yeah not the best start or first impression no so the women also meet up yes and i feel like the most notable thing was um dominique mentioning oh i still want to have my girls night out and kirsten 
saying she needs to be at home cooking and rubbing her man's feet, <laughs> which sounds like so 1950s to me. Yeah, well, uh, just. And then she follows that up saying she wants the guy to have six or seven inches. Mm-hmm. There, There's the lofty goals again. I mean, I don't know if that's like super lofty, but it's just funny. No, to but me it's that that's, very specific. Right, exactly. That's that's the that's the weirder thing to me is the specificity of that. Now, not just like yeah, I'd like to for him to be like pretty, normal, like pretty normal, whatever. It's like no, I will be getting a tape measure out. <laughs> And verifying this. And like also, how would the experts know that? Assuming I don't think that would be an interview question. So uh, like excuse me, but we're going to need some pictures. <laughs> like that's not the the experts can't deliver on that for you. With a banana for reference. <laughs> yeah, I I don't know. Maybe it's one of the survey questions. You have to answer all the questions about yourself. Like you have all the you have all the boxes that you tick for what you're looking for, but you also have all the boxes you have to tick and information you have to fill out about yourself. And so maybe that's one of the questions. Perhaps. I I I'm a little upset that this stuff is permeating these first couple episodes so much because this is supposed to be such a family show. Oh, where'd you get that idea from? <laughs> I didn't get it from anywhere. I also find it funny how there's always there's always some amount of personal tension. Like there's always somebody that has some amount of problem with somebody else, even if it's not huge. But like that thing with Dominique, like, wow, I can't even believe it. Like why she's she's gonna be married now? She she doesn't have time for girls' nights out. Like I just really, I just question her maturity, honestly. Like, yeah, like that sort of thing. I you mean, always have that when you mix a group of people together. Personalities are gonna clash. People have different values and stuff. So right, there were there were some uh, some issues with the whole uh, sleeping around thing on the the men's side as mm-hmm. well. Uh, but yeah, so I guess we can move on to the wedding dress tuck shopping. Yeah, for is, Shaquille and Kirsten. I wanted to ask you, how what did you did you like the dress that she chose? So I liked half of it. Oh boy. So I really liked like from the top down to like the knee area. It was like all bedazzled and sparkly. And then I wish that it just continued through the rest of the dress, but instead it changed into a different dress with the tool and a lot of tool. Uh, I do not like tool. That's so, all the fashion you're going to get out of me, okay? <laughs> I just it would have been better if it was either all tool in the bottom or all the like bedazzled stuff, but the fact that it changes halfway down to the knee is what I didn't like. It's like two different dresses. Oh well. Well, Christy hated it. I did like Shaq's green suit jacket, though. Mm-hmm. I thought that, that looked good. Yeah, so he, uh, uh, again, I something that helps me like him a little bit. Like, he 
brought in some of the students he mentors, I guess, as his, like, help me pick out the suit. So that was uh, that was a, a bit of a refreshing segment from yeah. the normal boring thing that we have to deal with. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, there weren't any suits that were as weird as some of what we got last season, I don't think. Yeah. Um, so. Looks like the bachelor party is next. Yeah, which man this is always the like the weirdest part of this season for me yeah i mean the women really went wild more so than i feel like in recent seasons yeah i started out being like oh yeah well there's always there's always one person that's like super into the strippers like we had nate last season Mm -hmm. and then it just kept going and i was like no, like almost all of the women are like enjoying this way too much. Like Nicole was licking one of their abs. Yeah, yeah. Gina wants her husband to give the same energy as the stripper. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, I okay. And then Dominique was the one who like really went wild. Oh like there goodness. was a stripper who was like t- grabbed a shot from her boobs with his mouth. Yeah, she also, like, had this super long conversation with one of them. Yeah. That there, was really weird. There was some talk on the after party of, like, I wonder if anything happened with that. <laughs> but, I mean, so somebody was like, oh, she better not give him her number. I know. Um, it, was, it was just too much. Uh, yet again, just... A, uh, I don't know if someone so young and wild is really going to thrive on this show. Uh, Did you make note of, I don't, I think it might have been Eris or maybe it was somebody else who asked, like, how are you feeling about having, like, one vagina forever? No, no, that was Clint. Oh, okay. And that is a big reason why I am not a fan because that is the absolute just worst way to pose that i know it just sounded so terrible right i i was i when i heard that i wrote it down and wrote wtf because it's just i thought that we had moved past objectifying women like that but apparently not I guess not reduced down to that one little organ. <laughs> like, really? No. Great, because it's not even. Because some people, and I, I find it a, a bit weird that people kind of pose this question in, as well. But, you know, sometimes you have people, oh, well, are you really. Oh, you're, you're ready to settle down with one person? Like, you know, you're yeah. ready to make that commitment and that choice? Like, that's a that's a bit weird, but there's wider there's wider context and information there. Like you're actually identifying that they're settling down with a person, and that there are wider issues there. You know, sharing mm-hmm. a space and dealing with finances, and you know, potentially kids at some point, and so all those pieces. Whereas this is just so 
weird and crass. Yeah, like, crass is a good word. Oh, man, you really think you're going to be able to stand only seeing one more vagina? So sad. Oh, Ugh, terrible. Yeah, not a huge, not a huge fan. And when I say not a huge fan, I kind of actively dislike him currently. And we will see if that changes. So the only wedding we even get a piece of in this first episode is Kirsten and Shaquille. Which I did find funny because when her friends came in to get her up, she like obviously made the wrong choice in pajamas. And so the camera was off to one side of the bed and they're like, oh my goodness, it's so exciting, jumping up and down and stuff. And she's like trying to like keep her boobs in oh, her, I missed in that. her <laughs> top. Just like covering with, with arms, like trying to turn in different ways and stuff. So like, man. You really made a poor choice in your pajamas for for tonight. Um, the other observation I had was maybe I have uh, not a real view of this, but it seemed like they were using so much makeup when they were getting ready. Like it looked like a ton. Um, I mean the I feel like the makeup is usually pretty heavy on wedding day for everybody. I don't know. It just struck me. I was like, man, they're still going. They're adding more layers. Oh, there are so many layers when you add when you do professional makeup like that. There's like highlighter, bronzer, foundation, and a bunch of other layers I'm probably forgetting. Like, that's a lot. Goodness gracious. So we learned she doesn't want a bald man, which huh. means that's exactly what she'll get. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Again. Just fortifying our belief that the experts do not give a crap. No, they don't. <laughs> and specifically choose these people to destroy any amount of self-esteem and confidence that that these people have. Also, her dad didn't want to get COVID tested, so he can't come to the wedding? Mm-hmm. What? Why would... Uh, that is so I guess strange. He's, he's strong-minded. I mean, she she said on After Party that her dad has never taken a COVID test. Wow. So I guess he wasn't going to do it even for his daughter's wedding. In like three years. I guess you really do have to be strong-minded to Mm -hmm. uh, to not uh, experience that. Uh, And then there was the whole fiasco with her mom being late. I still don't understand that at all. I don't either. On After Party, she didn't give much more detail either. It was just late, I guess. But but it looked like in the previews that we're going to experience this again. Because the thing wasn't so much, I mean, it was that she was late, but she kept calling and it was saying her number was out of service, basically. It's what it sounded like. Yeah, that whole thing just didn't make any sense at all. I don't know if there's some... side b plot that got cut out that we didn't see or won't see until a, a, I don't know. another episode i guess i guess time will tell on that anything else for episode one before we just jump um, right in i had a one or two other things from after party tell me so they played the whole clip about the guys like having sex two weeks before or whatever so is it Eris or Aris? I think it's Eris. Okay. So Eris said his mindset was, I'm single until I'm not. <laughs> and also, <laughs> well, I might not get chosen, so might as well. And then also, he had been with her for about five weeks. 
And so I guess he was just like, well, might as well. Also, we learned that Mac and his guys went to a strip club after the bachelor party. And then, like, the strippers came back with them, but they all slept in separate rooms. So, there's, like, some weird shenanigans going on. That is bizarre. That is incredible. I'm sorry. That is incredibly bizarre to me. Yeah. Very worrisome also. I just, okay. Well, I would say thank you for that, but I am upset that I heard it. Yes. Uh, This season is getting off to such a great start, isn't it? (laughs) So, episode two, we resume our time with Kirsten and Shaquille. And also, I will say, for us and anybody out there, there's no there's no judgment about name pronunciation and mispronunciation. We're at the beginning of the season, okay? It took us, well, you probably had it. It took me weeks to know what Stasha's name was. <laughs> the whole internet had trouble with yeah, that one, I think. None of us knew. <laughs> None of us knew at all. Will we experience the same thing with Aris or Eris? Probably. Who well, knows? I'll have to listen next episode. We, we we will be trying to pay attention, but that's one of those one of those things. Will I say Kristen instead of Kirsten? Oh, for sure. Yes. I even have it written as Kristen like three times. <laughs> so yeah. So we're all human here. It is what it is. Uh, so, yeah, we get the first wedding. I did notice as Kirsten is coming down the aisle, she looks a little pained. <laughs> well, because Shaquille is bald. Yes, which, like, I'm like the last episode when she said that, I was like, okay, but I didn't think it was going to be that big of a deal. But It's a big deal. Yes. It's a real big so deal. So he says she's beautiful when she gets to the bottom. She doesn't say anything back. That's you know, usually he, not a good sign. He could not take it. He was like, wow. <laughs> you, God really knew what he was doing when he made you. Uh, yeah, which she could, she, yeah. She didn't look happy the whole time <laughs> to me. No, uh. And despite, uh, that was the sad thing to me, is that it was very much, it was such a beautiful wedding. The vows and just, I mean, despite the fact that the, uh, uh, you know, all, you know, despite everything, it was such a beautiful wedding. Tears abounded when vows were read. uh, And still... She looked very uncomfortable mm-hmm. and then dodged his kiss. Oh, man, that was brutal. Just like the head turn, <laughs> the, the pat on the back. Uh-huh. And then did you hear like the audio? Someone said, oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, I did want to ask you, though. What's what's your your opinion on because what is, she said later? And I I feel like somebody if not her brought this up at some point but how do you feel about the whole uh like asking for permission sort of thing 
there oh. for that because I, I I see that as being a good good thing, but it's it must be hard to judge in the moment what the right play is. I feel like if you're the guy and you're asking, it kind of creates this awkward moment where she kind of has to say yes. Uh, she would have said no. <laughs> I I well maybe she would have, but I feel like in general, if you're like it's this big moment at every wedding, and if then if you have to ask and she says no, then what do you do? Say okay, and just kind of stand there awkwardly. It's almost like if you're signing up for the show, you sign up for everything. So I don't know. Perhaps it's yeah. just so it's just a weird situation that never occurs otherwise. Right. So, and it's tough. Yeah, it's tough to know what the what the actual etiquette should be in a situation like that, especially since this is such a weird situation and they're strangers. So you you could even think you've read the situation a certain way and just be totally wrong because you don't understand anything about that person too. So Yeah, I feel like if you're the guy, you kind of just have to maybe just go in slowly. Like centimeter by <laughs> centimeter because usually it just looks pretty seamless if it just happens and there's no like awkward like stuttering oh, this about was it. awkward it was this was very awkward and hilarious i know <laughs> but very awkward. so i found it also equally hilarious in his little itm where he mentioned the head turn and he was like oh yeah i think that was her boundaries that's good right <laughs> Like, oh, no. boundaries of wanting to run away from your bald head. <laughs> so we also learned, as I mentioned earlier, that him being a year younger is a strike against him. Yes. Which is so weird to me, too. It's only one year. <laughs> it's not yes. like he's six years younger or she, something. She was significantly <laughs> upset that he was both a year younger than her and and also bald. Yep. Two strikes. <laughs> But she did say he has nice teeth, so she's... Oh, hallelujah. And then there was a comment about overlooking exterior. Did you hear that? Oh, I did not catch that, no. That's what people on Twitter were saying. She mentioned something about that. So I don't know how well that's going to work for her. Uh, Somewhat unrealistic expectation, perhaps. But we get to go back to your favorite part of these first two episodes, which is more shopping. <laughs> I'm going to ask you again. What did you think about the dress? Are you referring to Gina? Yes, I am referring so, to Gina. I don't like the dresses that have lace and then this brown tan color as like the material that's underlaying or underneath the lace because it doesn't match the skin tone so it just looks like white lace with something darker underneath it yeah i don't know i don't really know who those dresses are for because i i would have thought previously that it was supposed to be like this nude thing but like i think it is supposed to be but in but my opinion who, it's too dark whom i that's <laughs> i think it might be like like a bohemian sort of style but Every time I see it, I'm like, that just doesn't look right. 
Uh, I, don't I don't know. know. That's what she picked, though. I really, I liked the first dress she came out in much better. The the one that was like all white with the buttons in the back. She should have picked that one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh well. well. <laughs> and then Clint picked a sage green slash gray suit. Mm-hmm. Which I I didn't have a problem with. It's just funny to me. To see him spending all that time with like his old men friends, <laughs> yeah, all all of his elderly buddies. <laughs> uh. So, it's now their wedding day. What? And we learn he has slept with sixty-five partners. Yeah, that coupled with his comments makes me very concerned about this whole marriage yeah he doesn't is he really ready to settle down i don't know i don't know if he's gonna be able to stand just dealing with one more vagina for the rest of his (laughs) life you know it's it's a burden it's a real burden yeah i don't know it just it just strikes me as uh not the best sort of situation like when you combine all of it together and i don't i'm not gonna sit here and and say oh well everybody who sleeps with a ton of people just views those people like as objects and all that but i feel like it may be more likely than if you haven't but like that statistic combined with his comments through these episodes makes me wonder how positively he actually views women just in general yeah i was not not pleased at this chain of comments by him all put together not not particularly so when when clint first picked out his suit i was like okay that looks nice but then like at the wedding it looked a bit like kind of frumpy casual like there was no tie or anything someone said it looked like he was a guest at his own wedding well i think that he doesn't care that much like he is (laughs) he is wealthy like i don't think you're gonna be racing sailboats around the world and paying to get your private pilot's license and having a full flight simulator and all that stuff without being pretty rich so i'm not totally convinced he is wholly connected to the reality in which most of us live our lives put it that way maybe not did you notice as Gina came down the aisle, like the mouth wide open <laughs> constantly? Oh, another vagina. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he he was very enthusiastic about no, that. No, her mouth. Oh, her mouth. Yeah, I mean, she, his mouth was kind of chill. No, but she kept doing this. Like, <laughs> I know you guys can't see that, but like, <laughs> it was just so wide open. Which wasn't Gina the one that they they had the footage of her working out? I don't remember. 
there was there was somebody who one of the women that they had working out with uh like a cable machine or something and there was one shot that was very similar to how you were describing uh which i thought was funny but okay what next um well there was the whole little thing with the dog who brought the rings down i don't know how they managed to get that to go smoothly just call it oh another wedding thing that i have no patience for (laughs) so then like surprisingly they live in the same high-rise condo Mm -hmm. which which again wealthy i looked it up downtown nashville half a million dollars those condos start at i looked it up yeah i'm sure the one he owns is better than that yeah probably the nine hundred thousand dollar one i saw yeah that's a little a little pricey so that's kind of surprising Mm -hmm. she did say on after party that she had seen him like in the elevator before and then also apparently their home visits were like one day apart and she saw like the production team back there at the condo <laughs> and asked them like what's going on they're like oh we just need some more footage of, but of then the, she, like of the building yeah but then she got the scoop from the valet who told her they interviewed some quote old man <laughs> upstairs <laughs> uh, i bet he feels wonderful about I know, <laughs> being, being called that ah <laughs> uh, shall we move on Yes, to Nicole and Chris. Ugh. We learn her legs are sweating. Yeah, that was a weird little segment there. <laughs> She's just standing outside. Oh, my legs are sweating. The guy's like, the the cameraman is like, because you're nervous? It's like, it's like, I promise it's not pee. <laughs> what? <laughs> That's so strange. She is apparently afraid that her personality might scare him. Mm. I mean, I think he'll be way too busy continuing to pretend to be a nice guy to struggle a whole lot. So Chris tries on a pair of pants that are far too tight. And then his next suit is gray with like black striping like on the sides and, and around and, the and tell me how you feel about that so like at first <laughs> i didn't mind it but then later on as he's standing at the altar there was like a side shot of him and it looked almost like he was wearing gym pants because of the striping yeah i don't know what to tell you so high, i don't know was, fashion is not my area it of was expertise. like unique but yeah that could have done without the stripe i guess but nicole's dress i liked though because like it had the same lace with like material underneath but the material underneath was white so it just looked a lot better Mm-hmm. i i suppose i can agree with that so yeah that was all i had until their wedding day okay donkey let's keep this thing moving gotta keep it to a tight hour so her mom basically tells her don't have sex tonight she assures her she won't be because she doesn't want to send her new husband off to meet her family having just defiled her (laughs) this is so weird (laughs) 
<laughs> Why you gotta say it like that? <laughs> Wasn't she the one too who asked something about like, well, can I at least look? Maybe. Uh, that sounds familiar. <laughs> um, she gets a gift, which is once again James Allen ring. <sighs> and a whole other like assortment of stuff, like a card, a bracelet, and a necklace. And he gets from her picture frame, a card, and some sort of crystal. And Nicole is already in love. Based on those gifts alone. Well, you know, it's just what a nice guy does. I guess so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm still very wary. So at the altar, her family and friends say that she is a motor mouth and loves to talk. So. Yeah. She's like, nobody's going to want to spend time with us because we're never going to shut up. <laughs> Yeah, uh, one thing I did want to mention. Much preferred this officiant to the other officiant with the awful microphone quality. <laughs> I also didn't like the other, I was going to say the other guys. The, the other, the other, he is the other guy, but he's the only, the only guy. I don't know why I'm going into this. The second officiant was a woman. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Uh, I honestly, I don't. But this, the the second officiant actually had a good microphone and performed the role well. Is what oh, okay. I was trying to say. I apologize. <laughs> honestly, the officiant role, I kind of tune out. Unless there's something interesting happening with them, I don't even remember what they look like or anything. Well, they're important too. <laughs> they are. How dare you? So then, like after they sit down. We see this ITM of her where she's like rattling off like 20 different things she wants to know. I'm just like, okay, we need to chill just a little bit here. Yes, because she was prompted by by an off-camera voice if there were any questions she had. Mm -hmm. And Lord, did she get going. <laughs> and then we have this theme again of the whole, if it can't work with him, she's meant to be alone forever. Like, <laughs> This is not well, well, the end. But out of that, because she's listing off, and I think it was this, the same moment, but because she, she's listing off all the things about him, and she, basically talking about how she essentially manifested him, but she, what she said was that she made him out of Mando. What? <laughs> That's such a bizarre way to put it i told you we're gonna be entertained by her all season uh, <laughs> what, what a what a strange thing there uh, well, okay. i guess we can move on to jasmine and eris okay well let's talk about it so jasmine says that he needs to look like he's seen a gym before. <laughs> um, Eris wants to leave his F-boy ways in the past. He wants to make offspring, which will be a nasty, enjoyable process. <laughs> it's just, what a strange way of talking about that. Why are all these people so weird about sex? <laughs> I don't know. Because he also, 
the more like the morning of the wedding he like went he went to the window of where he was staying and waved saying that he was waving goodbye to the streets (laughs) (sighs) I, i just i don't believe it yet but hopefully he'll prove me wrong Hmm. All right. Well, what about what? Like, what else about him? I well, not I guess not about him. I wanted to hear what you had to say about the dress. Oh, um. Honestly, I didn't like her dress either. <laughs> it had that the a lot of nude paneling, especially at the neck. Like it went all the way up. I don't know. I just that's just not my preferred style so, to have uh, all that mesh. You you don't have any extra mercy because. Her mom almost died of breast cancer. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I mean, no. She can pick a better dress. Wow. <laughs> so. no, no mercy from fashion expert Christy here. No, the fashion that's separate from real life tragedies. Uh, okay. Well, that was a bit of a, a get, an emotional getting ready mm-hmm. because of the mother situation. Yeah, they didn't know if her mom would even be there. Like, living. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so... Uh, I, I don't know if there's anything else about them. Yeah, Um. The fr- one of his friends is worried about him going cold turkey from his <laughs> F-boy ways. <laughs> yes, that was the conversation, the quiet, desperate conversation outside of the... the wedding venue i guess yep so he mentioned being in therapy and reading books so hopefully that's helping (laughs) he's in therapy and reading books so problem solved (laughs) i guess there is one last couple we briefly saw dominique um picking out a dress which wasn't a huge fan of this one especially the top part because it had i don't know it's just a strange design but where the cups are you could like kind of see them like through the lace which yeah, is like that is, that is a style that i've seen before yeah i'm not a huge fan of that someone on twitter called it paper mache <laughs> <laughs> so but that's like all we got on them basically hmm all right. And then a couple things from after party. Yes. Yes. Tell them. We learned more from Kirsten that about the whole bald thing. Um, The rest of the girls think she should have just let him kiss her. But she does say that the attraction wasn't there. So as if, uh. I mean, we all kind of knew that based on her like reaction, but she actually said it. And then. Keisha asked her, like, what would a third strike be? And she said it would be a bad attitude or not meeting her needs sexually. There are certain things you can't make longer. Again, I mean, what's with the, what is there the, to say? The hyperfixation on specific penis lengths here. I don't know what to tell you. I, yeah. Well, that's all. All right, Christy. It's been a while since we've done this. It feels like so long ago that San Diego ended and we lost our opportunity to do this. But we don't know anything about these people. 
but I'm still going to make you tell me if you think they'll make it to decision day. Oh dear. <laughs> <laughs> so let's let's start with Kristen and Shaquille. I want to say a no. Just, I mean, all we got to go on is two episodes, but it's not looking good at the moment. Okay. Well, I'm gonna go the opposite to you. I'm gonna say yes because I have a little bit of hope that under all of the flaws and just issues that they'll have to work through, that they are both potentially decent people and maybe have a shot. So there, there. I'm I'm already going against against you. Uh what about Dominique and McKinley? Yes or no? Uh I'm gonna have to say no. These might all be a no. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Christy is very optimistic about this season. Uh I'm also saying no. I think there are too many insurmountable things, specifically on Dominique's side. I, yeah, I'm not convinced, it's because of her. I'm not convinced that she's a, even in the third episode. I, she may be off married to the, to the stripper. <laughs> okay. Uh, I guess uh, Nicole and Chris next. Um... Uh. I mean, I'll say yes. Their their two personalities are like almost polar opposites. They might, they might end up balancing each other out. Okay. Well, I like the chaotic energy coming off of Nicole, but I I'm gonna have to give him a no. I think that it's gonna turn out that Chris is an awful person, and she's gonna she's going to <laughs> divorce him partway through. I mean, certainly possible. What about Eris and Jasmine? Uh, I'll say yes for them. If he can get his his uh, F-boy ways out of the way. Yeah, I, I'll go with yes as well. They do have a pretty big age gap, but at those ages, it's not as much of a huge issue to me no it's it's not that i think it's like seven years it's not too bad yeah but they are both over 30 so Mm -hmm. so it's not as concerning to me uh what about the final couple gina and clint yeah gina and clint decision day will they make it i'm gonna go with yes what you you have to tell me why if you're going to go with yes on them. <laughs> I think their whole like similar financial situation both a little older. They seem to both like traveling or exploring. I mean, at the moment, Gina doesn't know about Clint's 65 partners or the fact that he was sleeping with someone else two weeks before he found out. I just think she's going to have to be okay with an open marriage if this is going to work. <laughs> <laughs> I I'm gonna I'm gonna go with no for now. I know my my bias is clouding my judgment here potentially, but 
I mean, that's all we have to go off. There, there you go. We'll see how that evolves and changes over the rest of the episodes. I mean, we have only 18 left. <laughs> well, don't say that. Don't say that now. <laughs> okay, it had to be said. Well, Christy, it's been a real exciting episode here. Really exciting duo of episodes. I cannot wait to get further into the season, as always, because when I just said it was exciting, I was lying. <laughs> it's not yet. It will be. There's, all, there's always a lot of filler in these first episodes. It'll get way more entertaining, and there will be way more drama. But until then, we have to suffer through. Mm-hmm. So... Unless you have anything else, I'm going to end this episode. Yeah, well, you can follow us at on Instagram at Group Dates Podcast. Ooh, yeah. We are out and about. Christy is killing the social media game, as always. I am ignoring social media, as always. <laughs> and that is how the cookie crumbles. We will see you next week, everyone. Bye.